Welcome everyone to Lala Rink here in North Andover, campus of Merrimack College. Final home game of the 2018-19 season. Merrimack takes on UMass. Time for our coaches' chat with Merrimack head coach Scott Borick. And Scott, that was a pretty exciting game Saturday night. You wind up uh, a 3-3 tie with Lowell. Extra attacker goal by Chase Greesock. Uh, first multi-goal game of his career. Uh, once again, he comes up clutch for you. Yeah, I'm sure it won't be his last multi-goal game of his career. He, uh, he's in the right areas of the ice. We talk about it every time we bring his name up. He's in the right areas of the ice. He's aggressive in those areas. He plays a big body in those areas. He gets almost all his shots on net, uh, no matter where he's shooting it from, but especially in those areas. So not surprising. I mean, that goal was just an effort goal, a, a kind of a work-for-space goal. His first goal of the night was an unbelievable shot, and uh, that would have beaten anyone in, in the world, probably, that shot. And uh, he's really... Uh, kind of at the right time of year, popping into the score that we thought he would be when on his way in, and um, you know I'm sure that continued success, uh, hopefully continuing tonight and and on Saturday, but he's got a really bright career ahead of him. Well, Scott, you called a timeout in the third period, being down three uh, two. Did that play wind up uh, happening the way that you drew it up, or the way that you hoped that it would happen? Well, the face-off actually didn't happen that we had drawn up because we, you know, it was kind of a 50-50 puck on the face-off. When we got the puck, uh, the, the guys went to a set, which we practiced the set, but we really wanted to go to the net as quickly as we could. Usually five on six or six on five, you know, they're going to be scrambling off the dot if they lose it, and uh, you, have, you can have free sticks at the net front. So we try to get the puck to the net front as quick as we can. In this particular case, uh, Don Dock, we kind of settled it down and put us into our set, which was okay, too. We ran the set well and we had guys in the right places and you know Chase is supposed to be in that area of the rink and the puck got there and he put it in so I was happy the guys would pull the goalie a lot this year so we have a lot more experience than some teams probably do with that and, and I thought we ran that, our set really well. Well, you you made reference to faceoffs. I thought they were excellent the other night. Patrick Kramer, in particular, Scott, thirteen out of sixteen faceoff wins. Uh, that was really a, a big part of it, wasn't it? Well, I mean, that means you have the puck more. And I think that one of the things we haven't done is we haven't done a great job uh, at the faceoff dot most of the first half, and then the second half of that we did a much better job. Uh, but Patrick's come a long, long way. I mean, I think we had games early in the season where he was three and thirteen at the dot. Uh, for him to have that kind of a night against Lowell, who's really good at the dot as well, is really big and I think that's one of the reasons that game ended up 3-3 because we had the puck more than we didn't well, Scott, tonight, uh, a big challenge, the UMass Minutemen, real, real historic season for them. Uh, this is a team you almost beat in October. I know a lot of hockey has been played since then, but uh, this certainly seems to be the deepest team in Hockey East right now. Yeah, you know, I watched their game against Providence uh, on Saturday. They lost 3-2, to but they had every opportunity to win that game as well. It was a controversial ending to that game where they lost it. But uh, they're, they're as deep as anyone in the league. Uh, they have the best player in the league in uh, Kale McCarr. Uh, they have a great uh, forward lineup. Uh, Johnny Leonard's you know, a very difficult player to control, and their goaltender is very strong. So they have a team that could make a long, long run in the national tournament. Uh, obviously, they can clinch the Hockey's Championship tonight, so there'll be a big challenge. Their excitement level will be high. Um, I think that when we had them in October here, uh, that they just beat us the night before, relatively handily. Uh, I don't think they expected you know us to play them as hard as we did, and we did. We played very, very well. It will take that plus some tonight to uh, get this game in our direction. Um, but we're excited about it, and our, and our guys, I think, are up for the challenge. They're ready to get going. Well, it seems like UMass excels at a lot uh, offensively. Uh, you know, you talk about Leonard and Makar, as you mentioned, but uh, Pritchard's another guy that's been having a great year. Transfer from St. Lawrence, and boy, he's really added to that uh, attack. He has. He's kind of the finisher up front. And Johnny Leonard, I think, is the, more, the purest of the finishers they have. But 
but Pritchard gets to the net front a lot, and he gets there quickly. Really good first step off the wall. So he's hard to handle off walls and in tight, and we're going to have to do a better job than that. One of the things UMass does a really good job of is they get between the hash mark with bodies and sticks really quickly. Uh, we showed the guys a lot of film. Like they were running the goalie over against Providence. They were all over the net front. Uh, so I expect that same effort from them tonight, and we're going to need to make sure that we uh, physically play them. You know, the one thing we have that Providence doesn't have is we have a little bit more size back there than Providence does. So we, hopefully we can get involved. We don't have the feet, so that's going to be an issue with Pritchard. Uh, but, you know, that's we know what we're getting into tonight. I think our players are well aware of who we're playing and what they're playing for, and we're really playing the last few games of our season as a group, uh, and we want to play our best in our last game at Lawler. Well, Scott, you know, we, uh, we talk about how great they are offensively, but defensively they're eighth in the country, too. Obviously it starts with Makar. How good a player is he? Well, the day his season ends, he'll be playing for Colorado. I mean, he's he's as ready for pro hockey as anyone I've seen in a long, long time. And I, I think that uh, one of the reasons they're so strong defensively is they have the puck most of the game. And every game I've watched them play, they have the puck 70% of the game. And, uh, you know, Providence got very good goaltending. They allowed them to win that hockey game. We're going to need the same thing tonight from Craig Pantano. We're going to need very good goal. They're going to have the puck a lot, and we're going to have to play hard without it, detailed without it, um, and that's very important that we do that. That's really the way you can beat them, uh, and we have to be physical as well. You know, we we, uh, we don't want to take penalties because they have the best power play in the country. Um, we do have, uh, I think, C.J. Hannafin and Marty Hughes here, who typically are guys who call a lot of penalties. Uh, so I'm hopeful that we can have a five-on-five game most tonight. That's our best chance to be successful. Well, Scott, sort of a different look to the lineup tonight. Uh, you're only dressing five uh, defensemen. You've got a couple of forwards uh, as, uh, as extras to fill uh, kind of things in. So kind of a different twist to the lineup tonight. Well, Tyler Height, unfortunately, being out for the year, we only had six healthy defensemen. Now we have five. Uh, so we're going to go with those guys. And, you know, we really we dressed two extra forwards specifically because we had, those are the only healthy bodies we have right now. And there's no sense in leaving a roster spot open when there's someone that could be on the bench and helping us, uh, whether it be cheerleading or whether it be making a play on the ice. It's uh, I think it's important that we played everybody who was healthy today because I want them to have that experience at Lawler as well. Uh, and it just builds for the future. You know, you're going to be in a game against one of the best teams in the country. That should help us moving forward down the line. Scott, uh, it's hard to believe this is the last home game of the year. Uh, now you've had one full year to coach in front of this uh, Merrimack uh, uh, fan base. Uh, this is Fan Appreciation Night. Uh, what are your thoughts on this fan base, and, and maybe what, are your, what is your message to the fans here as we wind up this uh, home schedule? Well, it's always about winning and losing, and I understand that. Um, but as a coach and a first-year coach in a program, uh, these players have been through an awful lot. You know, we, we have it's well documented what's happened to us off the ice this season, um, and you know, some tragedy in our room that that I don't think most people really can appreciate, um, and just some other things that have gone on with different, you know, unsettling things that have happened throughout the year. Uh, I want people to really appreciate how how strong this team is, how hard they've worked, how. Uh, passionate they are about the game, how passionate they are to improve, how passionate they are about Merrimack and even though we haven't won the games we would have liked to have won the number of games I'm really proud to be this team's coach and very proud of the guys on this team uh, for what they've gone through and how they've continued the battle forward and um, I hope our fan base can see that as well I don't, you know, there's years that are about wins and losses, this year just isn't really one of those years and um, I just hope that they can take, be as proud as I am about this group of young men well, Scott, lastly, also before the game, uh, we're going to also pay tribute to Lance Brady. His family will be here. The jerseys that were worn down at UConn will be given to the family. So uh, I'm sure they're going to appreciate that, and, and what a special gesture that will turn out to be. 
Well, I think I agree. I think it's really important to this year's team, uh, Lance's team, uh, got the opportunity to present them. I'm really happy that uh, the families decide to attend because I know it's really early uh, in their grieving process. Uh, they're probably still v- relatively in shock. Uh, but I think coming here, Merrimack meant so much to Lance. I know that some people don't understand how could it mean that much to someone who's really only here four months. But uh, you need to know his passion about trying to get here. He spent years trying to get to the position he got here. Uh, and he made you know, as much as a decade to get here, uh, and his entire family enjoyed the day that he said yes to Merrimack, um, and I, they enjoyed his experience here. So I think they're uniquely appreciative of his experience. Uh, it was short, but it was full, and I think they appreciate that. And tonight we'll kind of, uh, you know, put a not not an ending to it, but certainly put an exclamation point to the, what Merrimack meant to Lance and what Lance means to Merrimack. All right, Scott, it should be fun tonight. Uh, We'll wrap up the home schedule, and uh, Saturday night we'll be down at BU. Thanks so much for your time, and good luck tonight. John, thank you very much. Really appreciate the work you do. All right, he's Scott Borick, the head coach of the Merrimack Warriors. Mike and I will be back with the Dunkin' Donuts starting lineup next. You're listening to Merrimack Warrior Hockey on the Merrimack Radio Sports Network.